0: Welcome to the Heart Centered Sales Leader Podcast, your one-stop shop for building client relationships, scaling your business, and ultimately growing your income. When you are looking for your next step in personal and financial growth, we've got you covered with your host, number one international best-selling author and heart-centered sales expert, Connie Whitman.
1: Welcome to the Heart-Centered Sales Leader Podcast on webtalkradio.net. Of course, I'm your Heart-Centered Sales Leader and host, Connie Whitman. So thanks for joining us today. Now, I hope every week as you tune in that you clearly feel my passion about creating this movement that sales should not be something that's icky or sleazy. It really is about coming from a place of care, love, and respect. And to help you on that mindset shift, because I know it's a mindset shift, I have my free communication style assessment for you guys so go to whitmanasos.com slash Csa for communication style assessment and you get two reports one showing your natural communication superpower and the other one showing a blind spot or a style that probably is the most difficult for you to communicate with great way to help you um, release that energy that sales is icky and help you feel a lot more comfortable with your sales conversation so please t- uh, go to Whittmanoscom slash C.S.A. My free gift to you. Now, um, my motivational quote today is by Anne Hadley, and Anne says, "Good content isn't about story t- storytelling. It's about telling a true story well." And it's funny, you know, I look back and view the various accomplishments, right, that, that we've all had and we've mastered through our life. And last year with COVID, I know it turned everything on its head, well, including for me, right? So one of the things that was a pivotal moment in my life that, You know, whoever thought it would have happened was I published a book and it actually hit the number one international bestseller. So, just what an amazing experience um, that was for me last year. Now, since having experienced that type of success, and trust me, I had a team to help me get there, but to experience that level of success, of course, now I think everybody should write a book. (laughs) And more importantly, Your story may be what you need to actually get more business. So if you're a business leader, here's my question that I want you to contemplate. Do you think you need to understand why using a story is so important for your branding? And what might a story do for you as a business owner and as a business leader? What do you need to do or need to know to write a book? I know so many questions, but of course, in the next 30 minutes or so, my amazing, uh, wonderful friend and guest, brilliant guest is Rochelle Weissman. Now, Rochelle's been a professional writer with her own communication company for over 20 years. She started as a journalist and has been writing marketing content for the past decade. Rochelle also is also a book coach editor and ghost writer. And she has just launched her first online course, Accelerate Writing Your Business Book, Create a Story, ARC, outline. So please help me welcome Rochelle to the show. Real important information that we're going to cover today. So Rochelle, thanks for being on. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Happy to be here. Yeah. Excited. You know, Rochelle and I have known each other a while and I've seen her at different events and just level of brilliance here is amazing. So I highly recommend you probably take some notes and maybe pull out a piece of paper if you're not driving. So first question, Rochelle, tell us about how you became a book coach. And what were you doing before that? So what what is your kind of arc in life look like?
2: Okay, so you briefly kind of um, referenced it there. I started my career as a journalist. I was in print and then television and then I moved into marketing. So I was creating marketing communications plans and uh, executing those for clients and writing a lot of marketing content for websites, blogs case studies, white papers, um, ghostwriting articles for them, putting them into trade magazines or getting them into the media. And then I started writing eBooks when they became kind of a thing, you know. And it was from that, that I began to put together the possibilities for my clients to write actual books and leverage them as a marketing tool. So with my writing background and my marketing background, I've sort of put those two things together. And I'm really focused now on helping entrepreneurs, uh, business owners, coaches, Um, consultants to write a book for their business to grow their business and and you've experienced that yourself which is so exciting because yeah it works (laughs) so so yeah my course my course is actually called write your book now and what I'm doing is really trying to help entrepreneurs who may think man oh man it would be great to have a book but I don't even know how to start I don't know if I can write it I would take too much time and I get through all of that stuff and pave the way for a smooth, um, successful journey to become a writer and get that book done.
1: So, yes. And here's the thing, Rochelle, and why I was anxious to have you on the show, because uh, back on the show, because Rochelle and I have done another uh, episode, but... As a business owner for 20 years and then having that opportunity with COVID, right? So every time something kind of icky or bad happens, COVID was bad. I mean, long and short, it was bad, right? But there's always some type of silver lining. At least I try to find it. So last year, having everything stop, gave me the opportunity to take this book I kind of had thrown together, if you will, for lack of a better word. Um, my seven-step sales process that I use right for thirty for thirty-nine years in sales, so I kind of had the outline. I had some information and stories, but it wasn't complete. So when COVID hit, I thought, right, like any business owner, I could do that. <laughs> But then when you start to go down the rabbit hole, Rochelle, holy holy moly, it was like, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do that. And through the networking meeting, people like you last year and Kathy Davis, who helped me publish, and, and all these other wonderful people that I know are in your world as well, um, here's the deal. if you, If you're thinking, if you're a business owner... One, you should be thinking about a book um, because you do have a lot to say and you need to share it. So that's that's one. Two... You can't do it alone, especially if you're not an author, right, by trade, um, someone like me who has a business and an expertise in, in my case, sales, right, there's leadership experts and coaches, like Rochelle said, they need someone like you because that path can become very confusing, time-consuming, and a ton of money can be spent. So right out of the gate, I'm telling you, do not waste time and money. You need someone like a Rochelle, and I... I you know, listen, guys, not a sales pitch for me. This is, a, this is me talking from the heart because I hate when I make mistakes and spend extra time on money on something. And then later on, look and go, oh, Rochelle, I wish I met you earlier, right? So when I have resources like Rochelle in my life, I really do try to share it with everybody who's on that journey. Um, because saving time and money for me is just huge, right? And time is money, by the way. Next question, Rochelle. So that was just a quick personal experience. Experience, you need a guide. All right. Just don't make it hard on yourself. And you mm-hmm. say, I can't afford it. You can't afford not to. So that's my two cents with that, Rochelle. Um, yes. Did you want to comment on that before I ask my next question? Because I think that was really important.
2: <laughs> well, you, I think you just really hit the nail on the head there, Connie, because it, it is not a solo journey. Even even for professional no. writers who've been doing it, you still need an editor. You need a proofreader. You need someone to create the book cover. You know, there's a there's a group of people that you end up engaging. And if you can make the writing process go faster, because every one of my clients always says, you know, I don't know if I have time for this. And so, it, how about cutting down that time by getting the help you're going to need? in order to make the process uh, go much smoother and much faster for you.
1: Yeah, I agree 100%. Time is money. (laughs) So (laughs) keep that in mind, people, right? If you could be spending time on your business because you're writing efficiently because you have someone coaching you, trust me, you could be making money that pays and then some. My next question, Rochelle, um, why do you think books are important? You said, I think it's real important for entrepreneurs, small business owners, coaches and consultants. Why do you think it's so important now and and how do they leverage that so that people listening, you know, are starting to think, holy crap, I need to do this. Right.
2: Well, it's just that there's so many opportunities now for what a book can lead to. You know, I mean, there's the really obvious ones like People read your book and they want to buy your services or join your program or whatever it is, you know, that's an obvious one. But there's things like being invited to be a speaker because of your book. And if you're on a speaker um, bureau list and you've got a book, and the event planner looks at a bunch of people and you've got a book and the other ones don't, guess what, you just rocketed to the top of the list. So it gives you that added credibility and authority as a leader in your field. Um, You can be invited onto podcasts. You can have your own podcast based on the book. You can write an online course based on the book. You can write a workbook to go with the book. You can um, create a mastermind around your book, so you know the possibilities of what your book can do for you to gain uh, income and revenue that far exceed the sale of the book. Absolutely, um, it's just mind blowing, and there's more opportunities now than ever because of how everything has gone digital and online.
1: Agree, and it's it's real easy to share the book as well. Uh, so what happens? And I know you host a podcast too. A lot of times when I have authors on, they'll especially if they're a new published author, like they've never done it before. So their PR firm is trying to get that exposure for them, and they'll send me. I have a bunch of media people, right? They'll send me, Hey, Con, I think this is a great fit for your show. I read the book. Now, listen, sometimes I'm just so busy that I can't read the entire book, but it's so easy for them that. They say, okay, I'm going to send you the digital copy. You can read, because by the time they ship and if we're scheduling the show and then I'm under the gun to read it. So it's so much easier um, with the digital version as well. So it's an Absolutely. easy, as as the author, it's easy to sell with the podcast host. So they really get a vibe. The other thing you said that I think is real important, um, take the book. It's it's a lost leader, guys. You're not making a, don't think you're making a million dollars off your book. Not the way it works, okay? But here's the important thing. Hiring someone like a Rochelle or anybody, right, that can help you uh, get through the book it's still a representation of you. So you want to make sure that your best foot's forward. There's no typos that um, the the book sounds like you, but also has that level of expertise that you're bringing to the table. Right, Rochelle? Because I think sometimes if, like, I am not an author by trade. So when I go to sit and right i i it audio so but that's not grammatically correct so yes i could get my content down but there's a lot of work that needs to go into that right so is that some of the things that your business owners tell you as well like i don't have the time but i can record it but then it's not grammatically correct and now it's like oh my god i'm in overwhelm right
2: Right, and actually you've you've just made a good point because that does speed up the process. If people think, oh, it's just so time consuming to sit down and write, you know, but if you can just talk the content out and record it and now on Word, you can actually hit the little blue microphone up in the upper right corner and, and talk to your computer and Word will just type out what you've said, it's amazing so you can you can get a real jump start on writing out the content that way and then of course it has to be reworked and polished and refined but that that alone saves time right and for some people that's just more of how they work with their ideas they can talk it out but they can't necessarily feel as comfortable writing
1: yeah and the other thing too is when like again this was before I knew you but the editor worked with me like some of the stories didn't land for her right she wasn't sales, she was an editor and I was like well what does she mean so here's the funny thing Rochelle I got a little hurt like what does she mean that story and and then of course when I went back cooler head and I looked and I'm like oh yeah that's a bad story <laughs> like what was I thinking so it's important to get that other perspective because we know what we're saying but then when they translate that into a story people are like huh why is she telling that story it's clear in my head but not necessarily for the reader yeah
2: yeah and I mean it's um it's really important to make sure that the book flows. That's the other thing is that when you work with a book coach like me, I can help with that whole understanding of how do I engage the reader from the beginning to the end and not lose them because where they get lost is when the book doesn't flow properly. And it's just like a bunch of ideas that have been thrown against the yes. wall kind of a thing. Yes. And to create engagement and understanding of how you're taking the Reader on a journey, and how do you keep them on the journey with
1: you to the very end that 's where I can help a lot uh, yeah, hundred percent that was that was difficult for shall tell you because and it was funny you said instead of a bunch of tips that's I felt like I was. I gotta give them this tip. And I gotta give them this tip. Oh my gosh, and I can't forget that one. But then it, it becomes chaos, and nobody's gonna read. Chaos. So the heart is in the right place. of, I want to give them so much information, but if you don't do it in a cohesive manner, and as bus- my business owners, as you're listening, you're thinking, I have so much in my head. What do I? What do I even start to think about putting into a book? And that's also where a coach like a Rochelle can help out. What What do you think? Because you've been doing this such a long time. To Rochelle, what do you think sets a good or a great nonfiction, right? What we're talking about book apart from the mediocre ones. Is there like a secret weapon there?
2: Yeah. So this is what I teach in my course. And again, it's about engaging the reader and it's taking the position as the writer of the book that you are the guide. You're not the hero of the book. In other words, this book isn't all about you and how amazing you are and all your credentials and your experience and you're just brilliant. No, the book is about the reader. It's about the reader becoming the hero by the end of the book in other words you are a guide and you are taking your reader on the journey I mean one of the analogies I love is that there was the um, the Sherpa who took um, uh, edmund's up up to the the, the guy who hillary who got up up onto everest the first guy to climb mount everest well so we know him and we know his story and his name and he's the famous guy but the guy who really did all the work in a sense was that sherpa guide who knew where all the crevices were and knew which angle to take up the mountain and you know the weather and all of that stuff so As a writer, you're taking the position of I am helping my reader overcome problems that I know how to solve by I'm giving them the tools, the strategy, the tactics, the understanding, so that they are going to solve their own problems by the end of reading my book. So when you're making the reader the hero of their own journey, this is a win-win for you and for them, because now not only do they know, like, and trust you, they've actually... Come to the point where they are going to achieve something that they wouldn't have achieved without your book. So now, yes, they might sign up and work with you. You can become their their coach, their um, whatever resource kind of thing that you provide. You t- they'll take your program because you've actually moved them. They've had a transformation by reading your book. And that's what I do, and the the key to that, and the key to a good book, a great book versus a mediocre book, is the outline. It's how that content is presented in a way that makes it a journey that the reader actually takes and is successful by the end in having that transformation
1: what a great visual um, visual so that story thinking about the Sherpa as the guide us the author as the guide um, that's it's a big responsibility too which I think business owners we like that responsibility because we do want to teach and educate and help people with whatever that problem is or whatever their angst is we want to take that away right and make it easier Um, So that's just such a great story. The other thing um, I I wanted to comment on was the uh, people responding to the book after the fact. That was an interesting experience too, Rochelle. I would run into people and they would say, oh, I read your book. And I'm like, oh, thanks, right? Yeah, I didn't know they read the book. And then they would say a couple of things which were... I, I received well. They Number one, they said, Connie, it was like you were talking to me. And it was your voice. And I didn't know that story about you. So all of a sudden you know when i share my journey and the stupid things i've done in my career right and all of those mishaps that i all of a sudden you're still the expert but they there's a heart behind it and i think right michelle you know what i'm saying so people are like oh, that happened to you too i didn't know that and all of a sudden it's this kindred kind of experience i didn't i didn't expect that um from the readers so that made it just made me feel so good that i got them they felt like I got them because of my own experiences did that just make sense, Rochelle, what I said
2: Yeah, and I mean this is actually a, a fundamental principle of being a leader, and that is is that if, if, you, if you aren't comfortable being vulnerable uh, with people, then you can't lead them because all you sure. are is this um, this flawless perfection of a human being that nobody can relate to sure and, and what what leaders need to understand is that when you are vulnerable and you say, yeah, look, I've done all kinds of marketing face plants and, you know, have, this has been derailed and whatever, and I, I had to learn, and this is what I learned. I can share with you what I learned so that you don't make the same mistake that I did. That is powerful. Absolutely. And it's far more powerful than putting up this perfectionist facade. So absolutely, your voice coming through in your book, that's that's what makes you authentic and it's what makes you real and believable and endearing
1: Agree, and and you don't expect that though. When you're putting this together, no. you're thinking of the technical chapters, flow, edit, typos, and then when someone gives you that emotional connection through your book, it it blew my mind, Rochelle. And when I tell you, I re, I mean, it, it, you know, I probably cried with the person <laughs> because like, oh my god, like you you totally get me. So you know, you have this whole emotional roller coaster that you're on as well. But that was just a cool byproduct. Um, Um, Another question. We we still have about 10 minutes. So I I do want to dig in because everybody listening is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. A book's going to help me. How have you seen the authors that you've worked with? How have you seen their business actually grow? With that, you know, we kind of said the book, you're not making a million off the book. The book is the catapult to these other things. What are some of the success stories, I guess, that you've you've witnessed?
2: So so largely they've been um, having having people want to work with them and take their programs. And more and more people are recognizing the value of creating a course online, or even if it's like mini courses, like two workshops that people can sign up and take online or whatever. But, you know, just multiply the num- the streams of revenue, and the book can become that uh, that key piece of your marketing strategy that you can leverage in many different ways. You could take a whole chapter of the book and just do one video workshop on one chapter of the book. You know, like there's so many different ways you can, you could create a blog based on the book, you know, but the, the key things that I have seen are speaking engagements and more clients with the book.
1: Yeah. And that's the name of the game, right? Exposure. And then you have more opportunity to make more sales, right? And just get in front, you have to get in front of more people. So this is really a nice entree to that um, as well. Funny, uh, see, isn't that funny? I never thought about this either, Rochelle. After the book got published, all of a sudden, everybody was, I had a lot of people come to me, uh, you published a book, you want to speak? I have the speaking event. I'd love for you to be at the speaking event. So all of a sudden I was, and you know me, I'm, I'm so shy. I was like a Of course, of course, of course. And what would you like me to talk about? And, oh, we'd love you to talk about your book. Oh, sure. Right? Not even, it's just, again, the... um unexpected surprises you go in with the thought of i'm going to write a book it's going to build my authority and i'm going to make money and then really really the you're making the money not from the book from all these other things like you said but all of a sudden people are approaching you because now you're deemed the authority fascinating process just a fascinating process yeah
2: Well, it is, and, and, you know, it it is a remarkable achievement to have spent the time and had the discipline and the fortitude and the ambition to write a book and successfully do it it just puts you in another category of a business person and so it's worth the time it's worth the effort uh, it's worth the money that you put into publishing and marketing your book agree because what you will get on the other side is going to amaze you yeah and you've just sort of proven that <laughs> yeah With your story.
1: yeah no it, it's it's remarkable it was in a remarkable experience experience. Now publishing, right? Because here's the other thing, everyone, I hired people because I didn't know what I was doing. And I am a believer. And I remember too, Rochelle, it was COVID. I had zero income coming in, but you, I'm thinking I have the time. I need to do this. I need to bring it to market, but it needs to be successful. Otherwise, why am I wasting all of this time and energy, right? During COVID, how can I create an opportunity from this? So all of these things, you know, and again, I had kind of the, the book half on the shelf, you know, all of the pieces of the puzzle, it was the perfect storm. I had no idea what I was doing. So I did hire people and I did spend the money, even though, you know, of course I talked to my husband, but I'm like, we have no money coming in. You got to do this. You know, you have to do this because you're never going to have this opportunity again. So this is my next question. That was last year. Now we're in this, and I'm going to use the word semi post pandemic because, it, you know, COVID's still here, people, right? We all know that. We're not we're not stupid, right? But, okay, so post, semi-post-pandemic. Is now a good time for entrepreneurs to write a book, and, and even more so, maybe?
2: Yeah, and, and I'm going to say even more so. And the reason is, a, a couple of reasons, actually. First of all, during COVID, book sales went through the roof. I mean, Amazon had, like, just a blockbuster year in terms of all of the people that began began to write and publish books so there were a lot of people like you who were sitting at home with more time than money (laughs) Uh, but they decided hey while I'm sitting at home I'm going to write that book that I've started three times and you know um, so a lot of writing and publishing took place in 2020 it was amazing and uh, across genres all genres children's books uh, romance books and business books, nonfiction as well. So there's that, and then there's the fact that coming out of COVID, people are looking for solutions to problems that have arisen because
1: of COVID. Absolutely.
2: So if you are a business, and there's there's people that could have been your clients. You would have liked them to have been your clients pre-COVID. Now they've gone through COVID. Now those problems that they had that your business solves, they are even more eager to have those solutions. So I would argue they're trying to rebuild their business. They're trying to gain what they lost in 2020. So I would argue this is the best time you could possibly write your book.
1: I agree. I agree. Um, and, and here's the thing again, if, so let me ask you a question, cause I think you do this and, and like, I'm just talking from my perspective, business owner, we're busy, right? You know that you're a business owner. So if someone just heard that and thought, oh, okay, I, I should write a book. I think I have a topic in mind. Don't really know where to begin. Do you provide, um, many steps so that like when you coach them, you talk about scheduling what the first step is, what the, so that they, that the process is so much easier and they don't have to think about it. They just have to set that time aside. This is what they need to do for that hour, whatever it is that you agree on. Is yeah. that kind of how it works?
2: Yes. Yeah, so they can uh, work with me one-on-one or go through the course. But, yes, I can say this is. these are the steps you need to take. This is the order in which you should take these steps. Mm-hmm. And when you do it in this order, it makes it all come together more clearly. Sure. And you're not having to backtrack. Um, and so... Understanding what your topic should be because of who your readership is and what your expertise is, the problems that you solve, the solutions you provide, the transformation that would be the promise of your book. And then from there, when we know all of those things, we begin to build the outline. And that, for me, the the way I describe an outline is that it's the guardrails. And clients who've come to me who've started books and then got stuck. I say, okay, well, where's your outline? Well, A, they don't have an outline, or B, they have a really Mickey Mouse outline. Yeah. So the out when the outline is just rock solid and clear, it's the guardrails that prevent you from driving off into the ditch as you're writing. So I spend a lot of time working with clients to create that outline. And that makes the writing so much easier. And it flows. And you know where you're going, you know where you're going to end up. And that is gold to a writer. You know, you're not going to get stuck looking at a blank screen. You know where you're going with this book.
1: And yeah, clarity man wins the game, right? That's just the the long and short of it. <clears throat> it's funny because in, you know, when I teach my sales process, it's like people go, "Okay, so when am I going to make more money?" Okay. Can we go through the process? Because if you don't ask the right questions and you go to present prematurely, you're going to be derailed because you didn't ask the right questions. You didn't get the proper information. You're not really pro- providing the solution. That's really giving them emotional distress right now because you didn't ask the right questions. So you want to make more money. We have to break those um, that process. We have to follow the process. It's the same thing. And I love that, Rochelle, because I think that when you're an expert in your field and everybody listening is like, well, yeah, 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 I have a process too when I teach people how to do, you know, better leadership skills or whatever it is that they're teaching or coaching or, or consulting on, right? It. I bet everybody listening is going, oh, I do have a process. So I think that, why would I think I'd be good at writing a book? I don't know the book process. That's not my zone of genius, right? So it's the same thing. If people don't, are struggling with making the sales, it's such an easy fix and we can make we can make a crap load of money on the back end once you have those skills. You can leverage and write the book properly so that, oh yeah, that's right, you get more speaking and, oh yeah, that's right, you can get a return on your investment by making more money. like It's just so logical when you take your zone of genius, you explain it like you've explained it today it becomes you know i I need to do this clearly i need to do this if i'm really thinking about writing a book and my my one last thing we're out of time but I, i i want you to give one if you had one tip to give to the listeners who are maybe on the fence or in the midst of writing a book and feel stuck what would that tip be if you had to give one
2: get help (laughs)
1: No joke, right? Totally.
2: Yeah, because you don't know what you don't know. And, you know, if you hear a weird noise in your car, you have no idea what it is. What do you do? You go to the mechanic. (laughs) You know, no questions asked. I don't know what the noise noise is. I'm going to go to the guy who knows what the noise is. So get help because there's, there's writing coaches and book coaches like me all over the place. And... it it is worth your time to get that help and to make that process so much easier for you. And don't waste time spinning your tires. Just get the help.
1: Well, and yes, because time is money. So the thing is, if you could bring that book to market two months earlier versus doing it yourself and maybe wasting two, three, four months, maybe even six months, that period of time, you could be earning and leveraging the book to get more speaking, more exposure, more clients. So we're penny wise, dollar foolish. I find often, Rochelle, at least people I coach, they think, well, I can't afford that. And my response is, whoa, what are you losing if you don't spend the money on? In this case, we're talking about writing a book and hiring the coach and making sure that that path is clear and clear easy what are you leaving on the table so I think people look at it there's a cost it's and, and and I'll just say this for for you what you do I don't see it as a cost I truly see it as a investment that can be leveraged exponentially if you get it to market faster. So by not spending the money, you're, you could be losing tens of thousands of dollars versus spending the few grands up front. So that, that's my number one um, recommendation only. My class, right, Rochelle, you know, that nine weeks at the end, people make back the investment plus, because now you have these skills that you're bringing. So after writing this book, they start speaking. They're articulating what they do clearly clearer because the book so you get more clarity your client understands you get more leads more people to buy in it's the same thing if you're so be mindful stop thinking i can't spend the money if it's an inv- truly an investment that you can leverage that and make you know, tens of thousands more based on this tool that Rochelle and I are talking about today. Does that make sense? Yeah.
2: And it's, and it's not even, not just the speed, but it's also the quality of the book.
1: Yes. Because
2: do you, do you know what makes a good book or a great book different from a mediocre book? And if, if you don't know that, you just know when you've read a good book yourself. You know, you've read business books, I'm sure, all kinds of them, and there's some that just stand out to you as sure. a well written book. And you want to write a well written book, right? So yeah. you need help to do that. I agree. If you can't articulate yourself what is it that makes that book good.
1: And it's funny, I have a colleague, she's a doctor by trade, started a business at 70 and wrote um, the book, uh, Growing Older, Living Younger, uh, Jillian Lockett's great book, right? So it was funny though, because the first draft was something like 10,000 pages. And then when she finally got it to the editor, they were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is like a technical book. Nobody's going to read it, right? You, wanna, <clears throat> you want them to understand the baby steps they can take to grow older, live younger, right? That, that whole mind. That she stands for at 70 that she looks remarkable and is still brilliant. But that doctor in her. So she shares that story all the time. Like, oh, man, it's hard to write a book because we have so much knowledge. We want to get it all out. But then it becomes this boring um, how to book. Right. Which is not what we're trying to achieve here.
2: Yeah. No, it's all about keeping the reader engaged. And again, it's making the reader the hero of the story, love right? It.
1: Yeah. Love it. Love the Sherpa story. It's for me, you know, that's now when I talk about Rochelle, I'm like, look, she's the Sherpa. When you're going up the mountain, you need her so you don't fall and die, right? So that's the the bottom line. Rochelle, I love spending time with you. Thank you so much. Um, you, you're, you're amazing at what you do. Um, I have referred people to Rochelle. I think she's amazing. So please check it out. If you have a question, that you're on the fence or you're in the midst of writing the book and you are in just tremendous overload uh, or overwhelm, reach out to Rochelle directly. Uh, it's Rochelle at InScape Communications.com. So communications is plural. Rochelle at InScape If you want to go to her website and check out her, her programs and what she does, um, also they could contact you through the website too. You know, I like to give a one stop kind of thing, right?
2: Yeah, or, or go to the other um, website, which is the one with all the book coaching stuff on it, which is
1: RochelleWiseman.com. Oh, I love it. Perfect. I'll put that in as well. And um, should I not give the InScapeCommunications.com, not worth giving? It, or it I could doesn't put both? matter. They,
2: they can reach me either way, but okay. um, the RochelleWiseman.com is the one with my book coaching information nice. and editing and ghostwriting, Nice, all of that good stuff.
1: Nice. Uh, she's brilliant reach out to her get your questions asked answered um please don't waste time go and do it man for me it's about learning something and if this has tickled your taste buds the thing Maybe I need to do this. Please reach out to Rochelle because the reality is time is money. Get the book. If you have that book inside you, which I do think everybody does, please, please bring it to market. Um, Otherwise, you're not sharing your zones of genius. And I think that's tragic. Um, So please reach out to Rochelle, ask her your questions and, um, you know, start this journey of being an author. It's fun. It's fun, guys. It's a cool place to be. (laughs) (laughs) yeah thanks Rochelle for being on appreciate your time and um, just your brilliant insight so thanks so much for that thank you oh always my pleasure and I will and you I I hope you will join me weekly as we question build and discover that being heart centered and I'm going to use the word you know sales because that's my zone of genius but your your heart centered business your heart centered leadership your heart centered um, book that perhaps you have within you um, it's easier than you think it might guess and I really do hope provide those strategies tips and ideas for you to think about percolate apply where when you start applying these recommendations and these tips that's where the magic starts happening people and, and we just start living life bigger having a heck of a lot more fun meeting amazing people like Rochelle's in the world and bringing our magic to the world really important own it Do it, be it, and live it. Um, I thank you so much for joining me. I'm truly honored that you, you know, share your time with me um, on this journey of becoming these amazing leaders that we are out in the world. I will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Have a wonderful, inspired week, everyone. Thanks again, Rochelle. Bye, everybody. Thanks.
0: You've been listening to the Heart Centered Sales Leader Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to hear Connie Whitman and her expert guests share tips, tools, and strategies that can be implemented immediately. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. Tune in every week for more exciting insights and strategies on increasing your business's ROI. And always remember, lead with heart and your sales will follow.